Hey guys, I don't know if you're like me, but I love Count the Dings and everything it has to offer. I just can't find everything I need. You know, I know about Cinephobe and I know about the mailbag and I know about Bomb, but that's all we do, right, I mean? No, we do so much more. What? Yeah, absolutely. If you sign up, patreon.com slash count the dings, you'll find a plethora of other content, fresh content, extended content, the OG pod overflow, the Cinephobe cold opens that we've taken and made their own thing to live only there the re-watchingtons bomb and it's full Ooh. and unadulterated cut early drops of cinephobe episodes and so much more said the og pod now is it new or is it old mace i'm glad you asked that it is a new incarnation mm-hmm. of the old og pod oh. so it's me zach trey Waz, tom i love those guys just like we always were going back to the true hoop days mm-hmm. we're recreating that magic recapturing it and putting it back out we're talking hoops we're talking pop culture and most importantly we're talking for 40 minutes for free mm-hmm. but then another specific patreon exclusive segment for every one of those episodes funny enough about that og pod you're getting tom and trey on mondays you're getting me and waz aka zosny on wednesdays a means floating in between i'm a floater you never know when you're gonna get a mean in those so you gotta listen to them all and what if i'm not sure what maze looks like because i've always thought he's a fat man with a fedora he's got a weird voice how can i see for myself what this maze character actually looks like it's crazy you don't know the answer to this mm. because it's the cinephobe pod youtube page what the ct5s on the cinephobe pod youtube page you can look at all of us you can get all the og pods on youtube too at count the dings one on youtube at cinephobe pod on youtube patreon.com slash count the dings gets you everything all in one feed you can link it to your spotify and now enjoy the show hey listener underdog fantasy is the easiest place to play fantasy sports also the fastest growing fantasy app in the industry you can play pick them pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower total in each stat for this week's games for a chance to win big you can actually win up to 100 times your money in a single night that's right i didn't say 10 i didn't say 20 up to 100 times your money Pick between two and five players, build a pick them entry. My favorite feature, you can make rivals picks. Pit two players against each other. Wembenyama versus Nikola Jokic. Tim Hardaway Jr. versus Norm Powell. Kawhi Leonard versus Steph Curry. Who knows? Maybe Grayson Allen versus Pat Connaughton. You get where I'm going with that. You can do it all with Underdog Fantasy. Make sure you sign up today with the promo code DING. That's D-I-N-G. And get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant pick'em special. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our promo code DING, D-I-N-G, to get your first deposit doubled up to $100 as well as an instant Pick them special must be 18 or older and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates terms apply concern with your play call 1-800-522-4700 or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Thank you. 
Welcome back to another episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. I'm your host, Black Trey, a.k.a. Trayvon, and I'm joined always by Big Jerv, a.k.a. John Gervais, Jay Skills, a.k.a. Jason Madison, and family is here. You know what I mean? He's somewhere complaining about the weather in Indianapolis. Same for Juju. We got glasses, the loke. Yeah. Welcome back to the show, brother. Black G while I'm on here. Black G, yeah. Black G, cuz. All right. G. Man, I'm so glad I didn't go to All-Star Weekend. <laughs> from what from what I look like, from from what I've seen, it looks like what's good Olympics. Hold up, Trey. Um, Hold on, good oh. brother. Oh. My, my my apologies. Um before we get this thing rolling, um, I, I just Kind of wanted just to highlight everybody real quick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, how, yo, how old were y'all in like 94? If y'all want to reveal y'all ages and shit. Oh, I was nine. Wow. I was nine. Oh, is that what nine. the Black Forces are about? Is, is that is what that, you... That was nine? Excuse is me, that, good brother. Excuse me, good brother. You, I, I just, I just, it's a you question asked, on the you floor. Asked, you asked the it's question. It's a que I'm not going to answer your question without answering mine. I was seven years old. Okay, okay. 14. Yeah, I mean, no, the, you okay? Hey, me, I was uh, I was thirteen, right. in ninety four. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, seen a lot though. Um, yo, did y'all know that in ninety four it was like um, I think ninety four it was Illmatic, Southern Playlistic, Ready to Die. Like that was that was like the crazy year. I think the f the first show was Jordan Nines too. Friends, okay, Friends debuted in '94. August '94. Yup, yup. Martin was five. Yup. '94 um, was also the last year that a franchise won a Super Bowl, and I just felt the need to just bring that up real quick because at the time, you know, there was a lot of smoke sent my way. I was respectful. You know what I'm saying? Slap niggas last year in the NFC Championship game. Had to hear niggas whine. All Super Bowl. Took our shine at the Super Bowl, right? Took our shine at the Super Bowl. Had to hear him whine all offseason. Had to hear him whine all season. Slapped us. Made me realize we not that good this year. Had to still hear them whine and mention my team's name. Even was talking about us in the fucking Super Bowl week when niggas should have been focused on other shit. We still getting jabs thrown at us. And like, I just want to know, like, is Debo going to come to the to the forefront at some point in time, yo? Like, niggas got like anybody know? I, I like I I'm confused, yo. Like I, my fault. I didn't mean to just hijack the show and shit. It's just you know I had the forces. I was ready. You know what I'm saying? We out here, we got the, you know, we got our cigars. We got our little champagne that we was going to pop for the, you know what I'm saying? For the wait, show. Wait, wait, You know wait, what I mean? Wait. Time out. What are you smoking cigars for? Like, Oh, bro. I, I mean. Y'all got, y'all got beat by Baker Mayfield, if I remember correctly. Is that. You is absolutely, that worth, bro. We, we wasn't that good. Worth, is that worth smoking cigars and popping champagne for? I didn't, Brother, I didn't know that. To, to have to hear you talk shit to me all year, I didn't, I didn't text know. me during games. Right. Like, damn, the Eagles just going to give. And I've never said anything. All I said was, hey, fam, y'all better finish the deal. Because if y'all don't finish the deal, I'm here. And I'm on your heels. I'm on air. It's not just you, bro. Like, I don't want to just single you out. You just on the pod. So you catching this energy. You, you know what I mean? You catching my forces and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's other niggas. But 
I just, it's just crazy. Niggas was texting me all year, talking all this shit just to do the same shit we did. And now y'all just, hey, bro, good luck next year, yo. Yeah, Jerv. <laughs> also, y'all won the NFC Championship last year that you're so, like, hyped about. And y'all yeah. were so great when we didn't even have a quarterback, bro. Like, y'all y'all played against Here Christian we go. McCaffrey as the Here we go. I'm just saying, I'm not whining to nothing. Okay, bro. Hey, listen, man. That might be you, it, brother. You, you I'm just saying it was 1994. You were six. You never even really got an opportunity to enjoy these joints, bro. Like, your era, my team's better than your team in this era. You know why? Because in 2017, we did what you've never done. I've done what you've never done for your NFL franchise. And that is go to the motherfucking parade and have a sip all day. Cheers, good brother. I mean, now back to what was you saying, yo? NBA All-Star Weekend? My fault, bro. Congratulations, Jerry. The 2017 Super Bowl. Congratulations. People actually hate the 49ers. Hate them. Hates. I don't know what is going on. Like, this, I never, like, I, I don't really mess with football since I've been an adult. But, man, like, the, 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 the Cowboy 49ers, Eagle 49ers, what is, what? I'll keep, I'll keep it real with you, bro. All, all the way 1,000%. I used to hate the Cowboys, still do, right? Like, that's just... NFC East rivalry, Cowboys fans in Philadelphia, they're annoying as fuck. I don't get how you can be from, unless your, t- unless your area doesn't have a squad, I don't really understand the whole you picking a, a team, especially like the dominant team, right? You can tell me my uncle was this, my grandfather was this fan. All right, cool, like whatever. Like I'm not judging on that, but Niners, like I like I really did the math when, and like, Ever since this whole little run, not the not the Kaepernick run, because it didn't really bother me. You know, it was the black quarterback. I actually wanted the Niners to win, but it was right around that time. I just noticed the arrogance of like a fan base. And I was like, oh shit, like why? Like these niggas haven't won since the Cowboys have won more recently. And we joke on them all the time. And this right. whole little run, and then like, I don't know. And then it specifically, there's players on this team that are just annoying as fuck, yo. Like annoying. I'm going to tell you the truth, Glasses. And this is the truth that, like, you know, it's a little bit too complex for niggas to really want to get into. But the fact that niggas went, like, only one team wins the Super Bowl. You feel me? So the rest of the teams is going at it. Yep. The Niners are the niggas who win all the time, other than the Super Bowl. So when it comes to beating Philly, <laughs> what are we? Let's, let's, let me finish, Jerv. Let me finish. Oh, you know what? I'm going to put on you because everybody else hear what I heard, so it's cool. Let me finish because you not you just said you're not worried about the Cowboys because they trash. You know, that's not even a real rivalry to y'all no more. So you're not, not even Whoa, really, never said finish. that. I said let I still just let, you put words you know, in my mouth. I didn't Jer, say Jer, that, though. I didn't say you said it. I'm telling you what it is. So let me just finish what I'm saying. The, the oh. Cowboys are not a threat oh, yeah. to y'all. The Cowboys are not a real threat to y'all. Y'all play in the same division. Y'all know, like, okay, whenever it come playoff time, them niggas ain't going to do shit. We ain't worried about them. But y'all talk shit in between y'all fan bases because that's the NFC East. And the other teams, who, who are y'all really beefing with? That's what I'm saying. Y'all got to come to us because the last time we played, what happened? You feel me? We ran up in y'all house and took y'all shit. So now you like, oh, the Niners are so arrogant. Yeah, nigga, because we beat y'all. You feel me? We've been to the NFC Championship game 
multiple times through the last decade, just like y'all. Right. You got the one <laughs> Nick Foles Philly special Super Bowl. Congratulations. I clapped it up for you. Congratulations. Hey, I'm, I'm gonna give you a solid jerk. Don't say that, just keep doing the hand signs. They way just mute yourself because that's that's player. <laughs> so y'all did y'all thing years ago, but them the old days, Jerv, and we actually have a better team. So we're gonna see what happens again next year. When we line it up with y'all, hopefully y'all make it that <laughs> in the playoffs, and we're going to see what happens. I'm crying. Am I allowed to unmute myself now and talk? I mean, you you know. Bro, this great, was hey, bro. excellent. Hey, hey, bro. That was such a great moment that you just made my good. No, look. That nigga got to be, like, the greatest quarterback ever, dog. I swear to God, I ain't seen those – I don't watch a lot of football. I never did, but as a kid, I used to like it more. But as an adult, I ain't never seen nobody do this type of shit. This nigga is really like the Thanos of the 49ers, dog. He just be zapping them niggas every time. Why is that happening? That nigga Patrick Mahomes is the truth. He cold. He just, he's cold. the greatest quarterback I ever saw, dog. Like, And don't get me wrong, I think. I don't know if he's going to have a career as great as Tom Brady, right? Because that's just different. But, man, I ain't never seen nobody walk – this is crazy because, like, this reminds me of, like, Magic Johnson dominance. You just walk into the league and just start winning and kicking ass. Yeah. Like, that hey, don't hey, really happen. Hey, man. Nah. Don't start that Lakers shit now. You know, I'm just saying, like, Magic Johnson <laughs> was the last nigga that just walked into the professional sports and just kicked everybody no, ass. No, you're right. You're right. They was Bomani had a good uh, a good banter the other day talking about you know saying comparing Pat to Jordan and I was like it's more bird mer, bird magic yeah. because his first seven years Magic won it took Jordan to win after his first after his after his first seven years once everybody kind of got old and it was over that's yeah. well I don't know I ain't gonna do all that <laughs> I'm just saying it's closer to the truth if you watch yes. basketball yes absolutely when them dudes was in a full power like it was like. <laughs> he had no chance. <laughs> was going All right, so hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite butcher turned podcast producer, and I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. Butcher Box is the most convenient way to get high quality meat and seafood that you can trust delivered straight to your doorstep. Free shipping, vacuum sealed packaging. It's ready to go right then. It's ready to pop in the freezer. You get exclusive member deals and a variety of high quality cuts at an amazing value. Going to the grocery store can be a huge pain. You're usually in a rush at an inconvenient time. You're waiting in line at the meat counter. You're taking a number. Maybe this place doesn't have a number. You're jostling with fellow customers. You're trying to get that ribeye that you want or that nice piece of salmon. Maybe the butcher that you're dealing with has a bad attitude or something. I don't know. That was never me. I promise. But maybe it happens. Butcher Box takes all of that out of the picture. You are always prepared with meat and seafood in the freezer, and you're not going to find quality for this price anywhere else other than ButcherBox. So sign up at ButcherBox.com dings, D-I-N-G-S, and get our special deal 
ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com dings and use code dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Uh, we joined uh, by uh, Chasing Cash. We're going to talk Super Bowl. Chase, what up? Welcome to the pod. Dragon, man. Good to see y'all boys, man. What it do? I'm chilling, good. Man. Chilling, man. Taking it easy on a Sunday, man. Watching y'all niggas talk shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So we're going to jump right into it because, like, again, we got a – this is a very info, eventful show. You definitely can stick around if you may. Um, but we just going to jump right into it. Super Bowl. Jerv shared the link. I think it was Jerv or Jason. And it was about Lil Wayne performing potentially next year in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is in New Orleans for our listeners who don't know. Could Lil Wayne headline the Super Bowl in New Orleans, Chase? That is a no-brainer. We all know that for sure, for sure. Um, I think Wayne in his um, his later period of his career, let's say we could start with um, Lollipop. He has more than enough records as, as well as features to do what I think would do a dope enough medley, but I don't know if he can do it fully by himself. I think it may be in alignment with uh, how the, the one previously in LA was with like mm-hmm. a couple rappers coming together with him and doing something of that nature. I would love to see Juvenile. I think Juvenile deserves it as well. I don't think you can have a show with Juvie. I don't think you can do the Super Bowl in New Orleans with Lil Wayne and not have Juvie involved. You know what I mean? That's kind of blasphemous. So, and I think we have other legends. Um, you know what's fucked up? The one person who actually got the hits that they definitely not going to let in there is Mystical Crazy Ass because he fucking fumbled the bag so bad. Mm. But he would be the other artist because to, um, they're like the three biggest real hit makers out of the city. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I don't know if we ne- necessarily have the women. I think Pete could do something possibly, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some kind of no limit cash money medley. But I think ultimately Wayne and Juvie would be the ones that um, could be a part of something i don't know if they can do the whole show themselves but they definitely should be involved if they uh want to do something in the super bowl and honor hip-hop well glass oh go ahead jason i was gonna say chase so but what do you think about the vulgarity of like a lot of you know what i'm saying a lot of the records but in particular you know, I know it's a beloved record. Bro, back us. that thing up, bro. Don't yeah. do that, bro. Don't do I'm that. Saying, I'm saying it's a, it's a, it's a bro, middle it's, of it's a middle the of day of on Sunday. Jason, I'm just asking Jason, the questions Jason, that everybody gonna ask Jason, in the, in the, Jason, in the boardroom. Nineties. The These songs blew up on the radio, so they I agree. Edited versions. I agree, bro. It was not, back that thing up before it was back that ass up worldwide. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Just, um, I need a hot, I need a hot girl. I need a hot girl can easily edit it. You know what I mean? Like bling bling already edited. I think, I, I think bling bling could. Well, the lyrics and the verses. I don't know. It's gonna be. That's what I'm saying. I'm thinking about Little Wayne is. Manny, you can do Manny Fresh so, verse on bling bling. Little Wayne that's is the, a. Real, I think that's the beautiful a, thing about yeah. Cash Money with them doing so much group music. Yeah. You pick whoever has the cleanest verse. Verse right. So right. one song it might be Juvie. Wayne yeah. didn't curse back in the day when he was young. So you can right. pick Wayne. Right. You know what I mean? You can do the hook. You know what I mean? You can do a Manny verse. You ain't going to do a Birdman verse. You can do Still Fly. They can do Still Fly. Let me slide in the bins with the fist out fins. Like, right. they could easily edit that. They have, I think a Cash Money medley is more realistic than just, you know, going through one artist from theirs catalog. Right, right, right. But, um, so maybe, maybe Cash Money, do. maybe Cash Money as a, as a label, like you said, and do a medley with everybody's 
joints. But even I don't I would listen, I would love it. I think the way that just to speak about like the other side, you know, like we've done we've done niggas, we gave them like niggas for five years in a row. And that's why I think the rubber's gonna meet the road. It's gonna be interesting because I a hundred percent agree. Listen, I Lil Wayne is my top three favorite rappers, Tupac, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne. Like, so I would love to see him even solo, I think would be great. And have some, you know, like you said, the features and some people just come up and do their part so he can get into his feature. Like, we'll be, you know, T-Pain, whoever, will be fly as fuck. But it's getting real niggerish at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel me? And they was already complaining about Usher. I know y'all seen them complain mm-hmm. about Usher. You can low-key not make it as, you know, niggerish or whatever the case may be if you allow it to be. Wayne is the feature, right? And just like Dre did, he brings out his tree. So he mm-hmm. brings out, you know, he brings you know out Drake Nikki, coming, stop He brings playing. out Drake, yeah. and you then he, you know, Drake you you, you but you 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 pay homage to New Orleans by bringing out, you know, Juvie and them having them have Juvie do, you know, back, back that thing up. You have him do like a couple Jones, but if you add Drake and Nikki, come on, yo, come on, you, man. you out of the moon. But, but here's on, but here's how here's how Dre also skated. He brought out Eminem. He got that white side. Hey, we got know. Drake. Nick, what are you talking? He about? got Drake, Drake and Nicki. Nicki is hey. So so so, so we have Drake. We we have the we have the community <laughs> for all nationalities, bro. Right, yeah. right. We have Drake. Okay, okay. Yes. Hey. About, bro? Yeah. So so glasses being you you were signed to Cash Money right at one time. Sure. Yeah. Okay, so you definitely got to weigh in on this. Do you think Toon could headline the Super Bowl? And are you open to the idea of having a no limit cash money shared space because Chase, I don't know if you've seen, there was an image, I guess, from the Grammys. They were all in the same place. So I think it's love at this percurring moment. You know what I mean? I think it was a collaborative, a collaborative photo. It always has been, but I, but I want to hear glasses go first before I chime in on that. Okay. Um, well, so to be honest, being signed, you know, I grew up in the same era. Like I watched all that happen. Um, and being signed to cash money, this, immediately came to my mind was I'm in the studio with Birdman one night. This is in a hit factory in Miami. And um, he was just telling me how he saw the business transforming. You know what I mean? And where he, his plans was to take cash money. And, you know, he was really giving me the history of where cash money came from. Like the earliest artists, all that UNLV, all that stuff back in the day. And so he was telling me, he was like, his goal was to go independent. He's like, man, I really want to go independent you know, like P did and da-da-da-da. And he was just giving so much love to, to Master P. And this was just me and him. You know what I'm saying? So, I, again, I, I heard stories of where the, the original situation supposedly, you know, started with cash money and no limit, but that wasn't the energy I got. So I don't know, you know, I'm not from New Orleans, so I don't really know the, the depth. But I'll tell you one thing, it didn't sound like it was like a, uh, a hating thing to me. It seemed like he had a lot of respect for the man. It was just maybe they it's was competing at business. Two differences in styles. It's no different than LA niggas and Compton niggas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if you sure. see them together and you ain't from there, you'll be like, oh, that's an LA nigga. But he's a Compton nigga if you know them up close. Like I know mm-hmm. Eric Bellinger. I know Trey. I know Kendrick. I know YG. Like you, like if you're an outsider, then you'd be like, oh, all them niggas, L.A. niggas. You can tell the difference between an Inglewood nigga and, and a Compton nigga. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing in New Orleans. Like they both from uptown, but they hoods is totally different. You know what I mean? And it's never been no beef. But just coming from that era, 
everybody stood on their own. Even if you look at how they did their music, they didn't use no outside producers. They only kept it within the clique. So it's kind of the way that people are raised up here. You feel me? Like you from your you from your side of the projects. I'm from my side of the projects. During Mardi Gras, during all this, we're going to see each other. We're also going to have some overlap because we probably going to have cousins and friends, all that different type of shit. But it never really was no beef like that. And that's, and that's what it sounded like to me. kicked open the door, but Cash Money was more of a reflection of the city because P was more well-traveled than them niggas. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, even watching a documentary, I was so shocked that Birdman spent time in Canada because he's a New Orleans nigga through and through. Yes, but yes. Master P has a little bit of Bay Area in him, a little bit of Texas in him, because he spent time in those places really hustling. Birdman and them niggas really did everything in the city. So I think the city just has a a, a stronger attachment to them because when they came out with the Reebok soldiers and all that shit, them niggas really looked like us. Like we really saw them in the streets. P was doing it so big so early, you ain't see that nigga unless he came to the school to highlight kids and shit like that or give back in the community. He was so big already early in the game. So I think there was a gap between them and P just being more of like a business mind in general. I don't even think that. Also, you got to remember this. A lot of people just always look at it as Birdman and P, but you got to remember the, the hidden the person. Brother. Slim. You know what I mean? So I think a lot of it has to do with the loyalty to Slim as well. Like they're brothers. So if they're going to fuck with anybody, they're going to fuck with each other. And it ain't no, it ain't no shade to nothing, no limit. Because without no limit, ain't no cash money. Let's just keep it a buck, a, a, a thousand. You feel me? But without cash money, there's no New Orleans hip hop scene because P was repping the Bay. He was fucking with all kind of niggas from BR, all these different West places. West Coast bad boys. Yeah, yeah. He was doing all that yeah. early. You know what I mean? Messing with, he was fucking with Bun B and Pimp C and them niggas early. You know what I mean? So ultimately, I think cash money is going to always wear the crown because they really stamped New Orleans hip hop. From a from like a global perspective where everybody was fucking with us. And so to add to that point, it's like I didn't really. It didn't seem like it was no hatred there when he said that to me. You know what I mean? So I don't really know if if I heard that through people making it up versus what the reality is. The reality is it was a lot of respect for peace. So as far as tone, I mean tone is top five all time. You know what I mean? I'm sure he could put together even the cleanest, whitest show. You know what I mean? Like. The yeah, nigga I, made prom queen. He got like, a million, bro. Stop playing. He got a million, bro. Stop playing, Even just, like, his what? lineage. Like, like, his his, his lineage biggest song is, is How to strong. Love, right? Who? Isn't his biggest song How to Love? No, it's probably a milli, bro. It's probably a milli. Oh, a milli. A milli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A milli is an anthem for white fans of Lil Wayne. Yeah, like, he's right. the world. I hope he do that, because I produced it. Yeah. But, like, like even, like, um, he's saying, like, with a... The lineage, man. You Nicki Minaj is in there. Tiger's in that lineage. You know what I mean? Drake is in that lineage. That's at the end. You know, he he does have Juvenile, who does have a lot of really important records. There is a, a Hot Boy or BG record, Bling, that you could do. There is a Hot Boy record you could do. There's a ton of little records that can, you know, Lil Wayne records. But remember, it's, it's not, what is it, 12 minutes? It's 15. Yeah, like, I'm sure he can do it. You know what I mean? At the he highest level. definitely add a snippet, too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, at the highest um, level. And they gonna have a band involved. That shit. Bro, he has he has forever. He has forever. He has he has there you go. He's on huge swagger like like Ain is on huge records with huge. He got a lollipop remix with Kanye West, bro. They're not letting that nigga in there. They're not. (laughs) not. (laughs) That's what we that's what we found out. He definitely wasn't allowed in that. 
I don't think that um I don't think that it's getting too niggery. I think we're finally getting to a point to where uh black performers are gonna be able to get their just due because I feel like for so long artists are just performing and performing and performing so much and dropping albums, they're not even afforded the chance for, to even sit down and contemplate like damn, maybe I should go after the Super Bowl. Like, this is the first period of our life Lil Wayne has not been dropping music at a sporadic pace. He's been rapping consistently since fucking 13 years old, dropping albums. So now to see him in a legacy space, you know, I think it's super, super important that all of these niggas get this shit before it's too late because they're not going to get that Metallica kiss moment where they can be up there at 60 years old trying to do the Super Bowl. So Wayne got to get that shit now. He has to get it this year. Simple as that. But, this, but, 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 but here's the thing. Yeah, the NFL is pretty niggery too. Right. That's but here's a, here's a, a, a lot of niggas. Niggas getting on the game at the fucking oh, facility. I don't know. Why you come to see niggas that day? Definitely. It, and it's a celebration of niggas. Listen, I'm I'm just speaking for the, the whole totality of the situation and how it was viewed. I personally, Jason Madison want this shit to be as niggerish as possible. I'd like to get Bun B. You know what I'm saying? I'd like to get all Bun the B. niggas. Shout I'd out like to Bun, to, but you just, you're just doing a lot. You're just holding no, I'm on. Just saying, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I don't have, like, Jay-Z needs to do this shit. All of the not, like, all of the great rappers and great artists in black and, you know what I'm saying, like, music should be, should have a chance, afford a chance to do the Super Bowl, like, because our music is more turned up. Like, that's the whole thing. Like, everybody's, oh, we want to see Taylor Swift, blah, blah, blah. It's like, that shit is... I'm not mad. It's funny you say Taylor Swift because I'm not mad at Lil Wayne and Taylor Swift doing the Super Bowl together because Lil Wayne is going to get shot up out the fucking roof. And we deserve that as well. Right, right. But yeah, I I think Wayne should... Lil Wayne making a song. You want to talk about ain't no way somebody doing the Super Bowl. Ain't no way she doing the Super Bowl. I ain't got enough money. That is way too much. (laughs) I'm naive. Is home still in charge of the influencing the whole Super Bowl job? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the Rock Nation show. By the way, by the way, they do not get paid for performing the Super Bowl. You do get an increase. Like, again, Usher received 550%. 550% of his stream revenue jumped out of the roof. That shit I cool mean, with the niggas, but that is not going to work with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift going to be wild. Like, Y'all stop playing. Write my check. Taylor Swift catalog is crazy. You don't think she'll take... She just re-recorded her masters. You don't think she she'll definitely, take that catalog? She definitely oh, won't that. She ain't doing that shit for free. She ain't fuck with the... Hey, she going to she 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 do, she do it off a legacy like, play. Be like, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all don't think... <laughs> <laughs> I know y'all don't think I'm going for this hey, shit. I am white. Right <laughs> okay, y'all can pull that shit with Usher and Dr. Dre and Snoop and them. Uh, I am white. So <laughs> you know, talk to Roger. I am who, white. Who's the last? Who's the last white artist to do the Super Bowl since we've been doing it consecutively? I think it was Maroon Five. <laughs> See, like yeah, Maroon Five ain't never been Taylor Swift. I no, they know. You're right. You're right. That's you're right. real. They're big, but they're not that big. Let me look. Yeah, you gotta hey. look it up. But but also, Chase, I I think it's good for niggas to be able to be sixty and do and get this look. Like Dr. Dre was fifty something, 
So like I'm with I, that, but I'm I'm with all that, but I'm just speaking about just Lil Wayne specifically. Right, right. Like, agree. He's agree. the right Dr. person. Dre, Dr. He's Dre, the right Jigga. person for the right time. I yeah, agree. yeah. Like Dr. Yeah. Dre and Jigga, they've aged gracefully to get into that moment. Forty fucking years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Wayne, yes, Forty like, years. Super 50. Wayne has to get that shit now. He has a great point. It is going to be really tough. It's it's going to be really interesting to watch hip hop mature onto stages into their 60s like uh uh like 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 you two like Aerosmith like yep. Van Halen it's it's going to be different because the musician point you know with all the band and shit makes it different so you know we we really got to sit I saw Ice T on stage it didn't look too bad but you know what I mean I thought he did a good job but it is going to see how the world kind of takes to hip hop performing this type of shit at 60 something Yes, because right. we are an energy genre, you know what I mean? And through through us, you know, through our performance on the stage, you know what I mean, and the DJ, you know, we're providing the energy. But like Glasses said, with these rock bands, you have instrumentation, you know what I mean? You have show, the, even just lighting and presentation, how they've been doing their shows for so long. You know, U2 is doing the Sphere right now in Vegas. They, they, they the basically who broke that fucking plane open, you know what I mean, for what performances are going to be looking like in the future with technology. And I think in hip hop, we got to start thinking about that shit. You feel me? Like, how are we going to be able to continue to like, because right now we look at the Pusha T's and, you know, these people who are like 40, 40 years heading towards 50 and still doing music. But he's also kind of been in like a, a, a good pocket for so long. When we talk about superstars of our genre, a lot of them niggas ain't on the road. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Exactly. They don't live on the road like rock do. They don't. Right. But so, it's but it's exactly to, what to answer, saying, oh. Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, Jarv, it's like it's exactly what y'all are saying though, because we haven't had a template of this is how an older stage show looks that still gives energy. This is how older performance that's still like everybody could rock with once you in your fifties. Like we haven't seen one that presented it in a in you know what I'm saying at the hundred million billion dollar level yet. Well, we've seen fifty. You know what I mean? We watching Hove and a it couple of people. Ian Hover at the top. They're yeah. going to age yeah. well. We're, we're yeah. seeing people do it in their 50s, right? right. 60s is kind of right. a different place. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's, it's going to be interesting. But um, he's right. Like, it is Lil Wayne's. Lil Wayne is, is top five hip-hop artists all time. Like, you know what I mean? No question. And really, on the level of artists, he's probably one of the 50 greatest artists to ever come, you know, out of America, period, in all genres. So... It would make sense for him. Yeah, I know it's been, you know, dark over there at the Super Bowl, but this ain't the time to probably change it. You know, Lil Wayne seems like an easy fit. That's a it sick is, way to know, put it's it. It's definitely not the time. It's definitely not the time to change it because prior to this this little little run we were on, it was Maroon Five, Justin Timberlake, Lady Gaga, Coldplay, Katy Perry, and then we had Bruno Mars breaking up the monotony real quick. They had a nice little run, though. We, we, can, get, we can get one more. Yeah, we can get one more. We can get one more. New Orleans got to be it, man. That's it. It's yeah. black, bro. You can't I come to New Orleans and not, and not have it be New right Orleans. Now. They ain't getting Taylor Swift for free. I'm telling Chase. Cut it. <laughs> 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 it's not getting her for free. So we here on... We, Ch- we Travis on Dick ain't that good. That is not happening. Hilarious. You got to around. You got to. It will not be for free. This bitch is fucking. <laughs> shout out to shout out to her. She is an animal of different calibers. She's like a real white woman. You know what I mean? Like her shit was in Target, nigga. In the front, they made her own end caps at the front of Target. 
that I saw them. They made them. They wasn't like, remember how used to, end caps used to be at Best Buys on CDs? They made her end caps at the front register of Target and they was empty. She ain't doing that shit for the people for free. They can't they can't <laughs> take advantage of her like they do black people in that. Hey, glass is not rolling. Hey. <laughs> for Big Jerv, for Jason Madison, for Glasses Malone, for Chasing Cash, this has been an episode of Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. <laughs>